I'm Liz Miller, and this is Pastor Jeff, and we are wrapping up um, a sermon series on the firstborn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've just found it so helpful just to kind of put some skin on Jesus as a baby and the way you've kind of tied the whole Bible into that. Yeah. So today we talked about um, Jesus and the plan. Mm-hmm. And it's also God's plan. And you kind of began your sermon with um, talking about he is the beginning and the firstborn of the dead. And something I thought of right away was what what do you say to somebody who has a question about well, what was before him? You know, how was yeah. he the very beginning? Is this something I just have to decide? Yeah, it, it's a bit of a faith step. Um, but the, so and this is hard. It's hard to explain to kids, hard to explain to adults. And it's, it's hard to explain to myself, but Jesus is eternal. Mm-hmm. And so when we think of eternity as human beings, we think of time moving forward. We don't think of time before us, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's our life. Our life is linear. It begins and then it runs out. And our great hope is that we never die. We have eternity in heaven. Yeah. So when we think about God being eternal, like it's not, it's easier to get your hand around, your head around like something lasting forever. It's very difficult to get your head around something that has always been. Right. Yeah. And so that's what we would believe about Christ. So he's, even in this term, the firstborn, he's not, Jesus is not God's oldest son. Mm -hmm. So he was not created the Holy Spirit was not created. The Trinity has always been and always been in perfect relationship with themselves. And this is where you get into, you know, when God says, my ways are higher than your ways, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Like it's never going to make sense to us because we um, we live on a timeline, right? We really do. It's very difficult to understand. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, you just have to, re- I think it's at those points you remember that we're a creation, like yeah. Try to explain life outside the water to a fish that they can't comprehend it. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, that's kind of all thing. they've ever known. So God always being mm-hmm. is something that we would we would look and accept by faith that He will always be, and then we will always be. That First Corinthians says it, it's Christ Himself who created our mortal lives to be swallowed up by immortality. So we, yeah, we were created by God for that very purpose, Paul says. So we were created to be eternal, but we are begun, right? We're, we're, and that's all we've ever known. And it's all we've ever known and all we can really comprehend. So so. when my son asks, like, what was before Jesus? It's a, it's a matter of you, you decide to have faith that he was the very beginning and that and that's where everything began. <laughs> yeah. So Jesus was before Jesus and nothing was before Jesus and Jesus has just always been. Yeah. And the terminology in the Bible is God making himself make sense to us. So he's going to put it in human terms, beginning, end, those kind of things. But when you get into like the alpha and the omega, that it, that is the I have always been and I will always be. It's true. It's yeah. eternal. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good uh, just way to wrap that up. Even in my conversations with my kids when they have questions about that. Um, another question that I had was, um, you touched on um, it was God's plan to come as a baby mm-hmm. and then to die for us, and He has a plan for our church. Um, and and I just wondered what would you say to somebody who might uh, question His plan and the hardships or the, or or the things that he allows in our life. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't seem like a perfect loving God would um, will that or allow that for his children. Yeah. 
It's a tough one because God allows for pain, he does. right? And and he explains in James chapter 1 why he does, because uh, our pain, our trials mature us to complete us, so we're not lacking anything. So we know what he wants to accomplish through our pain. Why did it require pain to accomplish it? Yeah. So that it's a it's a it's a difficult and an unanswerable question. And so when you think about God's plan, God's plan is what creates faith in us, and it takes faith to accept God's plan. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a cyclical thing, you know. So when I when I love my children, uh, the more I love them, the more I love them, the more I love them. Yeah, right. Continues on. It's so true. Right. Yeah. So. The more faith I have, the more faith I have, the more faith I have. And so God would say, I I allow pain to create faith. Why? So I can have more faith. And the more faith I have, the more pain takes its proper perspective in my life. So a person of faith will look at pain and say, I'm going to use my pain to glorify God. I'm going to use my pain Mm -hmm. to comfort people in pain. Yeah, I'm going to use my pain to demonstrate that God has not forgotten or forsaken someone else by having empathy for their pain. Yeah, yeah. But the minute we cut off our faith, the minute we lose purpose in pain. It's so true. I think as somebody who's been through some pain and just chosen to look at the Lord, every time my eyes, you know, look away and and focus on the problems focus on uh, the hard things in life that light seems to go out and there's a certain just peace and light that i i have but i it it's my choice to to look yep. to the lord and to rely on him in the middle of that pain and you're right it is kind of a given like you have to choose to do that yeah if you have if you choose to have faith that your pain is part of the plan yeah the pain will increase your faith it's true. And, it's very and, true. And it is that motion. And you're you're a you're a living example of that where, where you've gone through some very difficult things and you would say it drew me closer to the Lord. Absolutely. But if I could make the choices, you wouldn't go through it. Right. Right. Yeah. You would have never chosen it. And when you're looking at your life and your children and trying to explain you 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 don't actually want to explain it because no. it, it patronizes. Mm-hmm. But if you look and say, uh, I, choose to, I choose to love Christ, even though I, I don't understand this. I, I will often say this in my pain and when I'm trying to help other people. I will say, honestly, I uh, do not understand Christ, but I choose to love him. Mm-hmm. And I, I would add that he meets us in our pain mm, there. So when yeah. we when we choose to to come to him with that, he uh, just brings such comfort that we can't find anywhere else. Yeah. So it is it is a cho- it is a choice. Shall we leave it at that? I think <laughs> so. It's it's an act of faith, yeah. which is a choice. It's yeah. choosing to believe what I cannot and will never under fully understand. But I'm trusting. I'm having faith in the heart and the mind of Christ. And which leads us to like a beautiful place, the hope of heaven, right? Yeah. So. Well, this is this has been a good conversation. Thanks, guys, for listening in. Uh, I'm Liz, and this is Pastor Jeff. Have a good week.